Welcome back to the Mark Out Movie Podcast. Uh-huh. I'm going to do a little something a little bit different than uh-huh. I had planned. Uh-huh. I'm going to do another uh-huh. clearing my queue uh, with a little movie from 1989 called Deep Star Six. Um, I watched on Amazon Prime yesterday. I originally, I originally was going to do this as clearing my queue today, but then I was like, nah, I don't know if I want to. But I'm going to do it. Um Gonna give you the scores first. Actually, I'll give you who's who's in the movie, if I can pronounce their names. Um, Toreen Blackie. Uh, I don't know. Uh, played Layla. Layla, who's like the captain of the crew. Uh, Nancy Everhard <laughs> played Joyce Collins. Greg Evagon played McBride. Miguel Ferrer played Snyder, who is probably the best known of these actors. Uh, Nia Peebles plays Scarpelli. Um, Matt McCoy plays Richardson. Cindy Pickett plays Diane Norse. Uh, Marius Wires plays Van Gelder. Elia Baskin plays Burkiaga. I don't know. Um, Tom Bray plays Hodges. And Ron Carroll plays Osborne. I'll get to the scores real quick. On Rotten Tomatoes. Only eight people have watched this movie on Rotten Tomatoes, but it has a current score of 0%. Um, And its audience score is at 23%. So, probably not getting a good movie here, am I? Um, And its IMDb score is a 5.3. I'll get into the little storyline real quick. It's about a crew of an experimental underwater nuclear base. Uh, are forced to struggle for their lives when their explorations disturb a creature who threatens to destroy their base. So that's basic storyline. Uh, you could say it's alien underwater. That'd be fair to say. Um, I mean, I'd be honest with you. I, the reason I wanted to see this movie is because on the internet, so many people praise this movie. Uh, that it's a really good movie. and So I was like... Okay, then when I started watching the movie, I saw that Sean S. Cunningham directed it. For for those that do not know, and I don't know how you, if you're in the horror community, you know. But if you're not, and you're listening to this, who Sean S. Cunningham is, he is the filmmaker that directed the original Friday the 13th. Yes, that man has not directed anything good since. <laughs> he, I, he, lightning in a bottle once. And that's it. I'm I'm being straight with you. I, the the picture show or whatever the, that was called. Uh, I'll look it up. I I had it originally. Because uh, I, I mean I'll be honest. With you, I've only seen three movies that Sean Cunningham's made. Um. But. I'll be honest with you. He's only directed 16 things. And I've only seen three. Um, what was it? Nah, I mean, I, I, no, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. He didn't direct the picture show. He produced it. Um, so I, I was wrong about that. Um, my apologies. On that. Uh, see, it was called The Horror Show. Yes, it starred Lance Hendrickson. I just did not care for it. Uh, but anyway, Sean S. Cunningham. Okay, I've seen two movies he's directed. 
I've seen movies he's produced. Friday the 13th, after Friday the 13th. That's what he's known for. That is the only thing he's known for. <laughs> Unless you're a big fan of Deep Star Six. And I had high hopes going into this movie. I really did. I, I thought, okay. But basically what this movie is, and I'm going to come back to Sean in a minute. Sean has cut him in a minute. Uh, this movie, like I said, it's Alien Underwater. Sure, I don't care about that. You can say you're ripping off an alien all you want. I'm fine with that. It's underwater. I'm fine. This movie is Leviathan. Made the same year. Leviathan, to me, is better than Alien. To me. Like I said. Uh, it flopped at the bot's office. But it, it, I think it's considered a cult classic. Uh, this is not. <laughs> this is basically the same movie. With basically unknown actors. Because uh, uh, Leviathan got Robocop, Peter Weller. Uh, the, the, the Colonel from Rambo was in it, uh, Richard Criana, um, I, I mean, I can't remember, uh, the, 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 uh, I cannot think of his name right now, um, I'm looking him up, I'm gonna look him up real quick, actually, I will look up Leviathan while I'm at it, and tell you who's in that movie, because, I mean, this could have been a versus mode, but I haven't seen Leviathan in a long, long time, uh, there's been a few Leviathan movies, uh, Okay, here we go. Leviathan, 1989. Same year. It only has a 5.8, but if I ever review this film, it's gonna... It's like one of my favorite 80 films. But yeah, it stars Peter Weller, Richard Criana, Amanda Pays, Daniel Stearns in this movie, Ernie Hudson from Ghostbusters, uh, Meg Foster, Hector Alonzo's in this movie. This movie just had a really good cast, just like Alien did. But... I mean, you can even read the plot to this movie. American deep sea mining colony stumbles upon a sunken Soviet vessel hiding her horrific sequel, which is an alien underwater. Um, it's basically the same plot. I think that's a, a Russian vessel. This is a cave. They find it in a cave. Um, but, man, it just... For most of this movie, I was bored. Until the monster came. And they treated it like Jaws. I give them credit for that. You didn't see the monster to the third act. Uh, but. I'm going to give credit where credit's due. The only good actor I felt in this movie. Was. Miguel Ferrer. And I uh, will look him up. And you can see his biggest movies he's done. He's a great character actor. Really is. Um. He was in RoboCop. <laughs> he was, he's in Hot Shots Part Two. Um, well, let's go like to the '80s here. What was he best known for? Um, he was in Star Trek Three, the show T.J. Hooker, RoboCop. Like I've said, uh, Deep Star Sits. This is probably before he got kind of. Big as a character actor, he like he never he was in Twin Peaks, uh, he was in the movie Twin Peaks, Walk Fire Walk with Me. I've seen it like Point of No Return with Bridget Fonda, Hot Shots Part Two, Another Stakeout with Emilio Estevez and um, uh, oh I'm forgetting his name, Richard Dreyfuss from you know from my favorite film Jaws. Um, Blank Check, I remember him, he's the villain in Blank Check, I remember that movie, because one of my favorite kid films, 
He's in the movie. He's in the TV series The Stand. He's in ER. Uh, Tales from the Crypt. Um, he's very good. Uh, he did the miniseries of The Shining, the, another Stephen King adaptation, adaptation, The Night Flyer, which I've not seen the movie, but I love the short story. He was in a Men in Black TV series. He he was in Mulan. I mean, he's Hercules, the TV series. Will and Grace. I mean, Superman, the animated series. I mean, he, the guy has done a lot, right? So he's the best part of his film. And his actual death in the film, which he's kind of like the villain of the movie, kind of. He, he's, he's a squirmy little dude that you don't like, but... Again, I thought he did a really good job in this movie. Uh, he's the only one that really stands out to me. Um, let's see. Uh, Greg Evigan. He, he reminds me of the actor that played Michael in um, Jaws the Revenge. He looks like him uh, in this movie. He's got the beard like him. His mannerisms are like him. It just it feels like he's... And I tell you the honest truth. This feels like a Jaws sequel with an alien monster. I mean, it's just... And like a Jaws 3 or 4. It feels more like a Jaws Revenge type sequel. <laughs> it just isn't very good, honestly. And I mean, it, I mean, I'm I'm like there there's Spearman and, and there's uh what's her name um Nia Peoples I think is is she's wanting to experiment, make sure it's safe to go in the cave, and um, Marius Wires Van Gelder. Is like no 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 you know we sometimes we have to sacrifice but this movie is just a, so disappointing I mean so disappointing and I'm gonna get back to Sean Cunningham right now literally the guy has lived off Friday the 13th his entire film career entire film career he's lived off Friday the 13th and you know he directed the first movie it was a hit and we all know this even he said this, let's rip off Halloween, and he did, but they created something new. They created the slasher genre in doing so. And what me and Aaron have talked about this, but I'm, I'm telling you, Sean S. Cunningham is not a good filmmaker. And I'm a diehard Jason fan, and I'm just going to tell you like it is. <laughs> He's not a good filmmaker. Uh, he got lucky with Jason. He got lucky. And it, it wasn't even Jason. You know, he got lucky Friday the 13th. Everyone else, you know, um, the I mean, I, I give, you know, uh, what's his, I, I can't think of the names right now, the directors that directed this, but I mean, he was the first one. I give him credit, all the credit in the world, but I feel like he got lucky uh, with Friday the 13th. You know, because it wasn't like their main movie to do. They wanted to do some kind of sports film, um, which didn't do good at all. And but they needed money to make that movie, and they made money with Friday the Thirteenth. So they did that movie, and it bombed. And then they went back. He went back to I think like a producer or something for Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. I don't know why he didn't come back and direct the sequel, but I think we're better off that he didn't. <laughs> if I'm going by his other films that I've seen or produced films, uh, I think we're better off that he didn't. I really do. I haven't seen The Last House on the Left. I know he, he was kind of like a producer on that. So that's his other claim to fame uh, was that. And I've heard good things about Deep Star Six. I really have. And I'm like, why? <laughs> Leviathan was so much better. 
It was so much better. Same storyline, so much better. I mean, you know, some people could say, well, they're ripping off Alien here, but it's underwater. I feel like they're ripping off Jaws, just with a deep, with a, with an alien monster. I, I This felt like Jaws the Revenge to me. It honestly did. It felt like Jaws the Revenge, but with an with a alien monster in the water. I, 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 I'll even go this far with it, how close it is to Le- Leviathan. The ending, where they, they're escaping to the top, right? They're getting out. The monster comes out and attacks, attacks them. And Leviathan, he attacks Ernie Hudson. And it's just, man, it's just, it's messed up. It's, it's like they made the exact same movie, just one was good and one sucked. Bottom line, it sucked. It, was, it, just, it just sucked. Oh, man, yeah. I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but I really do feel that Sean is Cunningham. And I love the Friday 13th series. It is my favorite horror franchise. Jason Voorhees is my favorite. But in reality, um, Sean S. Cunningham hasn't done much. He's known for, he lives off Friday the 13th. That's it. He lives off Jason. And he's in a, he's in a legal battle right now for Jason. And if he doesn't win, or they don't come to some agreement, I really do honestly honestly believe that Sean S. Cunningham's career will be over. <laughs> Uh, I, I look at his track record, and he doesn't have much. I can go back to it. Uh, I can go back, you know, and find it. Uh, you know, I can go back and see what he's produced in the last couple years, uh, which I don't think is much. I don't think he's produced a hit film probably since Jason. Let's find that. Okay, Friday 13th game, he was a producer on. The Last House on the Left, producer on. That was the remake. Friday 13th, producer. Freddy vs. Jason, producer. Jason Nett, executive producer. Didn't have much to do with that movie. Jason Goes Hell, producer. Friday 13th, producer. Original. So really, he didn't have much to do with any of the Jason films. But he gets credit because he directed it. The first one. He gets thanks, I bet you. I don't know. Crystal Lake Memories. Hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street. Special thanks to Sean Cunningham. I did not know that. The original Nightmare on Elm Street. But, yeah, he, he didn't really have anything to do with any of them. Any sequel till Jason Goes to Hell. So when you're looking at this, Sean S. Cunningham, what he had to do with Friday the 13th, he had something to do with Friday the 13th, the original movie. Jason Goes to Hell. Jason Etz. The reboot. Freddy vs. Jason. In the video game. That's it. So, I don't know. I mean, I feel like he had something to do with all the sequels. He just didn't get credit for it. So, uh, but, I mean, you know, I just don't feel like he's a talented filmmaker. I don't feel... And I, I absolutely love the original Friday 13th, but I, I don't know. I just... That was his, you know, one true hit, and he, he's uh, one and done, you know? And uh, that's sad to say, but that's the truth. But I'm going to go ahead and give my score uh, for Deep Star Sits. Uh, I feel like this movie had potential. Uh... But I started watching it, and 
it just felt like I was watching Leviathan with less money. Like, I didn't believe the sets they were on. I, I'll tell you what, if you ever rode the Earthquake ride at Universal Studios, uh, it felt like that watching this movie. <laughs> Honestly, it felt like that. You, you knew... You just knew it wasn't real. You just... It, it just... The things were shaking like, like a ride. Like a theme park attraction. You know, it, it was shaking like one of those rides. And you just it just wasn't believable. But anyway, that, 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 that this has been my review for... Um, uh, Deep Star Sits. It's on Amazon Prime for you. For those that want to give us a try and watch it. Probably after listening to my review. If you've seen it and loved it, you're going to hate me. But I'm just giving my honest opinion. Um... It's it's subjective. I mean, say you never seen Leviathan or Alien for that matter, or Jaws. <laughs> say you haven't seen any of these. You haven't seen the Alien franchise. You haven't seen the Jaws franchise. You haven't seen Leviathan. Could you enjoy this movie? Mildly, I think you would mildly enjoy it. But I think you would see it, see it for what it is. It, it's it's just a poor script. Poorly directed, poor set, set designs. Uh, the monster's the best thing about it, and I don't know. It kind of looks like a crab. I think it is a crab. I think it's a giant crab. <laughs> I think that's what it is. It's a giant crab. Uh, it's got its little claws. It's got its mouth like a crab, and it's. it's I, I'm gonna go with it's a crab. I don't think it's an alien at all. I think it's a crab. <laughs> but anyway, uh, regardless of you know, I like. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Sean S. Cunningham because, I mean, he is the Godfather of Friday the Thirteenth. I mean, he directed the original movie. Without him, there is no Friday the Thirteenth, right? Without Victor Miller, there's the script, which was a very good script, by the way. Without that script and without that movie, do we even have a slasher genre? Uh, I mean, do we? I mean. People are going to say, well, what about Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I mean, what about what Psycho did for the genre? What about Halloween? I mean, true. Michael Myers is probably, uh, for most people, considered the one. The one who started the slasher genre. But in reality, Friday the 13th is what made it a phenomenon. So I don't, I don't know if... I don't know if you would have got a Halloween 2... The way you did, if it wasn't for Friday the 13th. So I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Shauna's Cunningham at all. Not at all. But, I look at what he did after Friday the 13th, and, well, they, I mean, look, Jason Goes to Hell, one of the weakest in the series. Jason X didn't even really, if you go back and watch it, and it's... I mean, it's all subjective, of course, but for me, going back, I loved it when I first saw it. I had never seen a Jason film in theater, so I was I was pumped to see Jason do his thing. But you look, go back and watch it, and story-wise, him in space, it's kind of stupid. It just It's just stupid. And I like Todd Farmer, who wrote the script. Uh, he wrote uh, My Bloody Valentine remake. He's... He did the Nicolas Cage movie, Drive Angry. He wrote that script. He's got the new script out, I think, called Haunted. I think, or maybe it's called Haunts, which is... I've heard I hear good things from it, from, you know, the internet. Again, I've heard good things from Deep Star Sits for years. I just had never seen it. But, um... Look, I mean, I personally 
did not like this movie, and it's kind of why I wasn't gonna put it on clear in my queue. But I decided to go ahead and do it, give it a little extra bonus episode here uh, before I do my countdown review. Uh, but I'm, look, I think some people have seen this movie and love it. I think probably those that have loved this film are probably haven't seen Leviathan. Uh, but anyway, I mean, I'm not gonna give this like an, a zero out of five markouts or anything. I mean, there are some things to like. I think the monster's really good. But I do think it is a crab. After thinking about it, I think it's a crab. Uh, it's a giant crab. And, and I, I mean, it's kind of ridiculous to say, but I think that's what it is. I don't think it's really an alien. I think it's a giant crab. Um, but that's how I perceive it to be. Maybe other people perceive it to be other things. You can perceive it to be anything. I mean, it's not real. So, you know, it's maybe it is maybe it is out there. Maybe it's not. It's, you know, if you read Steve Alton books, where he... He has all these creatures, these giant creatures, and it's it's. I love that genre, so so I love the aspect of this movie. I love that, but it just felt too much like Leviathan for me, and I felt like, even though it's kind of like the the situation with Friday Thirteen Part Two, that came out same year as The Burning, so it's come out that maybe Friday Thirteenth not only ripped off Halloween with the original movie, but the sequel ripped off The Burning. <laughs> I don't know, I just felt, I felt a Jaws the Revenge tone with this movie. I felt uh, Leviathan and story uh, just not as good. Not nearly as good. I think I'm going to give this film a two markouts out of five. Uh, it's it's kind of, it's what I gave Men in Black, uh, the last Men in Black International. So, uh... I did not have fun watching this movie. I was bored at times. I just, but I did like the monster. And I think the monster is the reason I give it a two. He, I don't know if it's he or she. But another thing I did not like about this, because this, it, these tropes at the end of the movie um, usually happen, where they set up a sequel. You don't set up nothing. You just end it. Did these people get rescued or not? I mean, you just end it. You blow up the monster. But was there only one? See, I felt you should have explained something. I, they, you should have ended with them getting rescued, or you ended with maybe eggs at the bottom of, you know, the, the floor. You know, there, the water. You know, deep down that floor. Maybe she had eggs. If it is a she, uh, uh, something. You should have set up something. You should have set up them getting rescued. Or you should have set up. There was eggs or another monster, um, but you know you assume they got rescued somehow. They made it home safely. You, you assume, but you don't know. But anyway, this has been my review. Like again, I said this is on Amazon Prime. Um, check it out if you dare. <laughs> uh, it was it was a hard movie to get through. I had paused it several times. I was just man, I was just bored with it for the most part. Till we get to the monster, and by that by then I'm already checked out. So, but I I enjoyed the monster aspect of it. Uh, it just I felt like I was watching a cheaper version of Leviathan. And but anyway, that's been my thoughts. Up next will be the re movie review of Countdown. I promise, I'm getting to it. Thank you for listening. Be back soon.